0: Good morning, Mashi.
1: Good evening, Dennis. How are you doing?
0: Good. I'm going to go for a quote today that is very difficult to properly attribute. Um, And it's a saying I'm sure you've heard, and a lot of people try to claim that they're the person who said this, and I don't know that any of them are right. But the quote or idiom I'm going for is, a problem shared is a problem halved. I want to get your take on how you feel about communicating in a business relationship or in a personal relationship or in a romantic relationship, your issues and trying to figure out when sometimes people want solutions and sometimes people just want to feel heard. Because sometimes the having, is, it, it, this isn't necessarily, you know, many hands make light work. Sometimes it's just about feeling heard and listened to.
1: Uh, I mean, I think, boy, there, there's so much. We do a whole a whole month on this. Uh, there's so many aspects of, of this idea of, of a problem um, shared as a problem. Have One you touched on, which is just getting it out of you, Mm -hmm. having someone hear from you Um, in personal life, in business life, even if it's not with a person, sometimes you're carrying that stress and anxiety with you. It's not even associated with the solution to the problem, but you've got this background stress, anxiety, nervousness. And if I just go, "Yo, Dennis, man, here's the deal, man, you know, one of the dogs is sick Mm -hmm. and it's nothing to do with work. I just want to tell you about it because I'm carrying that with me every day. I'm on edge. And if I get it out, at least, you know, you can support me around me and say, God, why why she's got such a short temper these days. Now, you know, right. Uh, I'm very guilty of
0: doing this, of procrastinating and kicking the can down the road and keeping things to myself. And it comes to light a lot for me when I go to bed and I'll have this, you know, this to-do list of items in my brain. Right. And it doesn't matter how big it's sorry it doesn't matter how big any of the individual items are in those moments when you're by yourself in bed or in the shower or whatever they all look exactly the same and it's much more about quantity than it is about individual size but i'm much more and i think having worked with you professionally i think you're similar to this you're like oh, yeah, i gotta deal with that thing well we'll put that away for a second let's we'll do yeah. this now. crap i gotta deal with that this but and those yeah. things really do start to build up and weigh on you and that's deviating a little bit from sharing usually that's you know problems, like you said, when the dogs is sick, that those are the, the other person can't necessarily help you with. But it is the same sort of thing about shouldering everything by yourself is much, much, much heavier.
1: It's funny. Uh, those little things normally pop up when it's like three in the morning. All of a sudden it's like, oh, wait,
0: now I was, was that supposed email. to do this. Yeah.
1: I got it. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. That's how hit me. But I do think another, like I said, part of that, a problem, insurance, a problem happens is the idea of like, getting it out there even if you're not looking for a solution being heard as you've already said and then to making those around you aware hey i have this problem it's going on uh it makes it easier to deal with because a lot of times i think similar to what you're saying shouldering shouldering that weight on our sh- uh, on ourselves carrying that alone we, we, we try to protect that oof, oof, i don't want to talk about it i'm not going to tell anyone about it no one's going to know and that takes a lot of psychic energy keeping secrets takes psychic energy well you get it's that old
0: jokey thing of you know of like, if you, if you, if you ever use marijuana and you're like, does everybody else think I'm high? It's that kind of thing. You're like, oh, I'm really struggling at work. And like, God, is that making me cranky? Can the people around me tell that I'm in a pissy mood as a result? And you start devoting energy to thinking about thinking about the thing.
1: Yeah. And And that's the other thing that you want to get out of there. But the other key part of that for me is, I mean, you ever do this? You're like, oh dude, so we got this issue. Let me break it down for you. And about halfway through, you're like, Oh, God, never mind. I just figured it out. Like the number of times that happens where just explaining the problem, just laying it out, particularly in a work context with someone from work. Like, yeah, we got a blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, I think I just
0: figured it out. Well, it's because you're trying to head them off at the pass. So you'll go, but I don't know what you're going to say. You're going to say this. Da, da. Well, actually, maybe, maybe that's right. Hang on a second. Um, you ever heard of rubber ducking? No. It's a thing a lot of, um, I think it's, a, it's an old like meme almost sort of thing that a lot of software engineers and um, developers will do, where you'll have like an inanimate object on your desk, like a rubber duck, for example. And if you're trying to figure out, you're like, okay, this data flow should go like this and this and this and this, and it's breaking and I can't figure out why. You'll pick up the duck and you'll try and explain the concept to it. And in trying to dumb it down and make it understandable for the duck, you will elucidate what was going wrong with it. And that's kind of what you're talking about, right? This idea that if I try and explain something to you, I have to have a different understanding of it, coming at it from a different angle, which will highlight solutions to me that weren't necessarily present when I was stuck in the weeds with it.
1: Yeah, I think it's just you know, uh, our old GM, Joe Sinski, used to say, you got to walk around the pool table, look at all the mm-hmm. shots, take get up and walk around and get a new angle, get a new perspective on it. And of course, explaining it. I mean, you know this. You're a teacher, explaining things. You know. Is one of the best ways to really engage with them, trying to teach someone something, trying to walk them through the thought process, how you got there, what stumbling <coughs> excuse me, what stumbling blocks you have and why they're stumbling blocks starts to break down that problem from a whole new perspective. And it's not quite a fresh set of eyes, it's not, but it's refreshing your look mm-hmm. at it. And I, I of all the things with a problem shared is a problem halved. I really think that's the key one. Explaining it, revisiting it, seeing what it is, and then understanding in a personal context why you may have a personal issue with it in a professional context, what those professional stumbling blocks are and how you can build past them. That's the part. It's in the explaining. It's not. And then I guess the the, the other thing you mentioned, which I I really don't think, I don't think is is cuts to the heart of the uh, the issue is the the uh, many hands make light work. I mean, nah, that's not sure. really what are talking about. Here, I get yeah. it. You know, if I say like, hey, man, I got, I, dude, I got to be out of my apartment uh, next week. and
0: I can, can only pack some so many boxes an hour, room, right? Yeah.
1: Right. It does, it does make it easier. Like literally, literally packing alone versus having you come over and help me pack. We have halved the problem. Right. Guess, but we're not talking about the me coming over to that. pack.
0: We're talking about me. You telling me, God, I got to get out of here by next week. End of yeah. transaction. Right. That's what we're talking yeah. about. And I think there's something you mentioned, like, you know, walk around the pool table, different perspectives and stuff like that. I think things balloon in your brain, right? When you're the only person thinking about something, you're subconsciously making mountains out of molehills. And by telling somebody, by forcing yourself to be a little bit more objective about it, at least enough to be able to speak about it. It cuts it, it can cut it down in size hugely sometimes. God, that's huge.
1: That's such a great, that's such a great point, by the way. Pulling it down to your really psyche, it's point.
0: way, yeah. objects in the rearview mirror may appear larger than there. That is exactly what is going on. Where by the time you, you've actually said it out loud, you're like, yeah, it sucks, but maybe it's not actually that big of a deal. You know, like, you're, I, I can deal with it. And, and lifting that off your chest, but being able to talk about it really, really does recontextualize it. There's a great, there's a weird thing about this um, with our cat, Yuri where Nikki and I will say, and this is very, very true, Yuri is a normal size cat. He's probably on the smaller side. Yuri looks very small outside because he's indoor a lot of the time and he's next to a couch or a coffee table or a stack of books. But when he's outside, he's next to trees and cars and roads. And by talking about a problem with somebody else, you're taking it outside.
1: Yeah. I I mean, I think that that that's really interesting. I've never thought of this Yuri analogy is interesting.
0: Well, I just made, um, that's because I just said it. That's not, like that, not going to show up on any quote page unless I go and type it in No, there. No, no, no. But
1: it, 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 it's really interesting. Perspecti- the perspective on it is so important. I think to myself of the number of like, oh God, I got to have this talk now or I got to say this now. And you go in there and it's so much worse in your head.
0: Mm-hmm. And you're like,
1: oh, hey, dude, check it out. Ah, we got this. I'm like, okay. Like, wait, that's it? Like, yeah, no, that's, that's fine. We can totally do that. It's, it's cool. You're like, wait, wait a minute. Like, it's definitely true when you are thinking build building this thing up.
0: When you're thinking of telling somebody something, because it's not just that, like, oh, your brain will imagine the worst possible thing they could say, it's, it'll imagine every possible thing they could say, some good, some bad. And the bad ones will stack up and together will feel much worse than even the worst possible thing, I think, a lot of the time. And you're like, I, um, I, there's a, there's a phrase in like a teaching that is, which is the procrastination is a form of self harm. And that's true in some ways, because if you're anxious about something, by procrastinating it, or in this case, by keeping it a secret, all you're doing is prolonging the anxiety portion of the of the event you're worried about. Not actually, you're not going to change the conversation you have to have. You're not going to change any of the fallout. None of that's changing. All you're making worse is the part that only affects you.
1: Yeah, and I mean, well, that's not true because sometimes you can procrastinate and actually make.
0: Well, sometimes that the, the universe will make a decision worse. for you. That's true. Yes, but
1: I mean, I'm just saying sometimes, like, why didn't you? tell me this like a week ago, that would have been way better. And you're like, that's- uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess that's true. But more than anything, um, you know, I, 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 like the explaining in terms of what, what I, what I mentioned was like the explaining gives you that solution. Okay. It gives you that solution. You get to rework it. You get to walk around the table and look at it. But I think the real humanistic side, the real humanistic side of this notion of a problem shared is a problem happened is that, we are social creatures. Mm-hmm. We are a community. We empathy. I think is the most important human characteristic. The defining kind of like human characteristic. What it means to be truly human is to have empathy for those around you, for yourself, for each other. Uh, and
0: I think that I think this is the, the core. F- I think it was you that told me about this. And I'm seeing this as a meme on TikTok a lot lately. Is what the first indication of like human society oh, is yeah. archaeologically. And it's a, it's like a healed femur, because mm-hmm. that's a debilitating injury. Makes you completely, almost entirely useless from like a tribal. Useless to the herd.
1: You're useless to the herd.
0: Yeah, but um, if you're not left behind, if you're well, you know, kept brought along and cared for and fed, you can become useful again. And we're talking like hunter gatherer thousands of years ago mm-hmm. times, um, and that's a, that's an indication of that human empathy, that sociological societal tribal element. Um, and you're right, and that I mean. That problem can be. Oh, I'm worried about this talk I have, to have with my girlfriend, or I'm worried about this promotion I'm up for work, <sighs> or I'm worried about where we're going to find our next stack of berries or woolly mammoths.
1: I think um, it, we're, we're, we're going we're to we're we're deviate, sure. divert here for a bit. I was just having this conversation last night with someone. We were discussing work, and um, she was struggling with a tough decision. I was like, Well, you know, what do you want to do here? and okay so i already have my answer <laughs> you, you want to do the difficult thing okay you just don't want to say it mm-hmm. and i said you know what i think the number one the number one trait of leadership and management is i said no i said empathy empathy is it if you want to be a strong leader if you want to be a powerful leader if you want to be a, a, a someone that people will follow and trust and grow with you need to have empathy and i said other people and other times people will be like, you need to be able to make the tough decision. You mm-hmm. need to be able to make the tough call. You need to be able to do that. Be objective make very hard decisions that are going to affect people you care about. If you're working with people, I hope you care about them um, in negative ways. A lot of people say that's number one. The reason I say empathy is number one is you cannot approach those difficult decisions and have those hard conversations in a truly effective manner if you don't have empathy. hmm you must have the empathy because a lot of people go out there, fire people, you know, critical feedback that's not constructive and just bang, 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 bang. And like, yeah, you know, I'm so great. I can make these, un- I can make these tough decisions. I'm making un- hard
0: decisions. calls, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Good for you, bully. If you don't embrace empathy as the foundation for making those hard decisions, you're going to, you're going to max out. You're going to cap out.
0: I know you used bully in the like Teddy Roosevelt, like bully for you kind of way, but it was a very choice selection. Of <laughs> oh, was it was really good. It wasn't really good, wasn't it? Um, the well, it's always working, baby. I know, right? Well, Moshi, I hope you go ahead today and be empathetic. And I hope you go ahead and shoulder a lot of half problems for people.
1: <laughs> I'm there, baby. Message me. Anyone who wants to share a problem, I'll help you cut that thing in half. Uh, likewise, Dennis, go out there. Uh, as I always say, be wonderful to yourself. Be wonderful to each other. That's how I close all the streams I'm on because it's, it's my call for empathy. So go forth and do that and have a great morning.
0: Great Bill and Ted.